0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I
2: guess I'll tune in.
1: Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, Baseball!
0: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch.
1: Gregman would like to get him to scamper home. Two on, two
0: out. Tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. a deep dive on baseball. Wade Boggs is a Hall of Fame third baseman. The man's a legend. And much more.
2: He drank 50 beers on a cross-country flight and then absolutely destroyed the Seattle Mariners the next day, okay? (laughs) The number of beers is actually highly disputed. Some say 50, some said as many as 70 beers, which is an absolutely insane amount of beer. Nobody can drink that much. Not with an attitude like
0: that. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner: Patrick Harris, the seven foot kid that strokes it with the acne on his back, and Mike Lynch. Excuse me, he looks really hot on 1080. The Fan. Hey, bada, 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 so we, bada. Hey, hey, records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. Welcome
2: into the Hot Corner. For it must be a Wednesday, and goodness gracious, is it a nice Wednesday.
1: Looking outside, there's, oh, I don't know, 20 sailboats out in the distance on the poop-filled Willamette. The Willamette looks pretty kind of nice. It does look kind of pretty nice, yes. It is a gorgeous day out. You know me, I'm super optimistic,
2: but I'm not uh, willing to be concrete about anything.
1: Well... Here's what you can be concrete about is, according to the weather, it should be nice for quite some time. There's one iffy day in the next five, and then the rest are all kind of just like this. Mostly cloudy, partly cloudy, but all 70s. You'll see sun, and it's May. It's going to be May, which means that we uh, get later sunlight. Yeah, one of the headphones is not working.
2: Yeah, you know what? That makes me more upset. I'm I'm not even worried about the good day today. Yeah, the left ear headphone is not working. Yeah, That's why lef- mine is out. <laughs> the, is yours out too? That's why I'm not wearing it. Oh, man. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I wear these headphones like every day of my life and the left is out. I'm really mad right now. Yeah, it's not. I'm going to throw these in the Willamette.
1: No, it's not you, Joe. It's these these headphone adapters aren't working right. But... Um,
2: my name is Patrick.
1: That is Joe. <laughs> I know. Joe looked at us like he was going to fix the board. And I'm like, no, it's not that. Don't
2: worry.
0: Yeah, I was trying. I'm like, what the heck is it? But me? the way
2: that came across was like, it's not you, Joe. It's the headphones. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> looking around. Is there another person here? Hello? Am I losing my mind? <laughs> No, but you are growing your
2: hair. I am growing my hair. Back. Uh, Back. Well, where it does grow back.
1: (laughs) Look, I saw it. There's an effort at the top of your head to reattach completely across. She's working on it. (laughs) She's trying. You can't can't fault the woman for trying.
2: (laughs) That lasagna is disgusting, but damn it, woman, I'm going to eat it. (laughs) I'll just leave it there on the plate. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't. You know, I used to have amazing hair, and I I just don't. I just don't anymore. So you know what I decided to do? I've been single since maybe October. Okay. And the thought of women from, like, October through early January was, like, I want them all. (laughs) And now I'm, like, repulsed by women. So I figured the best way to deal with that was to repulse women. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay so I, 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 I don't uh, like
2: you so what can I do To make it so you don't like me So when we sit at the bar and they're like That guy's really nice But he's kind of disgusting looking I'm just gonna go home And I'm kind of like
1: thank you <laughs> but he's I was following your logic up until post Mid January Of I was single and I wanted them all That's where I stopped following the logic Because <laughs> then being repulsed And then also equally repulsing them Makes no sense to me No, man, it
2: doesn't make sense to me either, but it's what I'm going with. All right. I used to have a mustache.
1: Yeah, you sort of still have one.
2: Well, that's just because the other day I uh, was grooming my mustache. And you messed it up. And I messed it up. Mm. So then I went clean shave. Oh, I haven't seen you. I had a mustache on Wednesday, last Wednesday. We saw each other. Yeah, I know. I know, but I haven't seen you since. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, we were here. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, I did not see you, and I had a mustache. And that night I went home and decided to groom the mustache, and it looked terrible. So I shaved it off, and then I walked around all day Thursday with this shaved-off mustache. Baby face? No, not baby face. I didn't shave the rest of me. I just shaved the mustache off. Oh. Because I had light stubble, lighter than what I have now. So
1: you went with the... Five o'clock shadow sans 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 the mustache. That's weird. That's a that's a weird look. I don't see many people go with that. I looked in the mirror and I was like, this is going
2: to be totally fine. Well, then again, that evening, I looked in the mirror and I was like, it clearly looks like you just shaved off your mustache. (laughs) So I'd cleaned my entire face. Okay. And I went to the bar across the street and they didn't, they almost didn't serve me because they were like, Patrick, I'm tired of you walking in here and looking different. Every time you do. Oh, and thats gonna... a... I
1: thought it was because you had a baby face. Uh-uh. And I thought because you were I 17. Because I completely
2: shaved my face. And uh, it takes like 10 years off my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, until I open my mouth. Mm. Yep. And then you've got the, the dark like, smoker's voice. Hello. 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 Whoa. <laughs> Any one of
2: my friends that has ever made... Nom, <laughs> nom, nom. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> anybody that anybody that I know that has ever made an impression of my voice, it's always,
1: Hi. My name's
2: Patrick. I talk like this, and it's like I do not talk like. Well, that. you do so have I'm like the Cookie Monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk like that. There is inflection. There is uh, cadence. There's all this different no, stuff but going the, on.
1: You have a gruffness to your voice. You have sure. a, a little bit of a scratchy voice. Sure, and I'm not going to deny that. I think because of that, people go with that first but i do not sound like this no but what is the first thing that people recognize about your voice that there's a little bit of a scruff uh, a scruff in it i'm not tom waits so their instant reaction to mimic your voice is to add scruff to it so they have to start talking like this to add scruff to it but then it's really hard to talk like that if you don't have that naturally in your voice so then you're just talking like this hi i'm patrick (laughs) because it's really easy to do that
2: what are we doing
1: you brought it up. I suppose I I'm do. just bantering along with you, sir. <laughs> well, that's metal music, okay? Was that is that me or
2: Mike? It's both of us. Oh, together? Mm, I like that. Forever. You and me.
0: <laughs> together. Unshining moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well played, Joe.
0: I can't
2: believe this is what we do here. You can't? No. <laughs> Mostly because every once in a while I get a little paycheck. And when I say little, I mean little. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do work for those guys. (laughs) I've told our boss, Sacramento, many times. I was like, I love doing this so much I would do it for free. In fact, if you can use my money to, like, improve someone else's show, let's do it. And he's like, no, no, no. Legally, we have to pay you. I'm like, legally, <laughs> you have to pay me. Yeah, all right, pay me then. This sounds awesome. I'd do this for free.
1: That does sound like a, a Jeff Batallou. Yeah, he's. Oh no, no,
2: no, 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 no. You know, because I'm just like trying to be a team player. It's like, hey, whatever <laughs> you need, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oakley, dogly. Well. As the rules state in the booth, uh, we watch whatever game is the most enticing game on TV, and that is the Yankees and the Astros right now. Big series. Uh, Yanks up three zip. Top of the eighth. Runner on first. Two outs. Some dudes on the mound who's probably pooping his pants right now because Giancarlo just hit a double down the
1: line. Oh, boy. He is three for four. Two home runs and a double. So, yeah, that's Uh,
2: going on, going on for the rest of the day. What we got? We got strikeout ratios. We got the Dodgers and Nationals suck. Um, We got uh, fantasy at 730. If you got any fantasy questions, boy, boy, has this week been a little tumultuous on me old keeper league team.
1: The uh, I also have an update on my big sweeping question from last week ooh. about what on earth do I do with my pitching staff? Ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. we'll do that at seven 30. If you got any fantasy questions you want to want us to attack, uh, you can do that at seven 30. You can text the fan text line at five, five, three Oh five. That boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. You can also find us on Twitter. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27. You can find me P D D zero eight five. And Joe, our fantastic producer Is that Joe Fish, 3FISCH? Coming up, a pitcher had something to say about a World Series team and how great their balls are. Take a page out of Luke Anderson right there. You like that? You like that? That's what I'm doing. Everyone stand silent. We'll do that next on 1080 The Fan.
0: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080, The Fan. 714
2: here on Portland Sports Leader. We are home of the Washington State Cougars, correct? Is that what we do? We are home of the Washington State Cougars. Go, Cougs. It's a little love out there. Uh, some really great things that happened today. Uh, my football team won today. I could not be more excited about that.
1: Liverpool yeah held off Roma should or I? didn't didn't choke against Roma, I should say that's a better answer. <laughs> Everyone was like, they're oh. a five to two. how are they gonna let this get away And it's like ooh, hold my beer. <laughs> we tried. Well, you did, but you we also tried. you scored first, too, so it was kind of yeah. negated, and the yeah.
2: thought of that. So things are great. but uh, So I want to watch that final, obviously, but I'm going to be in Idaho. In the middle of? Memorial Day weekend. Nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, Idaho. It's not like I'm going to Boise or Sandpoint or Coeur d'Alene or Idaho Falls or I can keep naming places. Moscow or Idaho is a beautiful place. Okay. Home of the UI Vandals. Sure. Whoop, whoop. Uh, no, I'll be in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to have to drive 40 miles to sit at a lodge with a TV that's like 16 by 16 to watch Champions League. And I can't remember if they're Mountain Time or Pacific Time. So I have to, I will literally call them in the I think they are
1: Pacific Time.
2: I think they're Mountain Time. Really? Well, I've been there. You have not. Touche. <laughs> I think they're Mountain Time. Okay. So... But the thing is, is that I don't know if my phone transfers over because it cuts out like two hours before where I end up. Mm. So Joe just
1: told us Pacific time
2: for Idaho. What time is real time? No, no, no. Well, it depends on the county. Yeah, man. Because it is split. This is creeping toward, this is like 50, 60 miles from Missoula in Montana. Oh, it's probably Mountain then. Yeah. Oh, Joe's telling us it's Pacific. Take that, Lynch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. Okay, let's get into real things. Okay. All right. A pitcher for the Cleveland Indians, Mr. Trevor Bauer, formerly known as the man who cut his finger from a drone and bled in the ALCS and couldn't make it through like two innings. Not quite the Kurt Schilling moment that we like, but no. you know, in Indian folklore, We like to think this guy's a legend. He tried. He tried. He tried. Should have put a sock on his hand. Has come out and, I don't know why, to be honest with you, at this timing, uh, blasting the Astros for ball rotation while pitching? Spin rate. Spin rate in games. Now, Trevor Bauer is a younger dude. He went to UCLA. He's a California kid.
1: He's very outspoken.
2: Very outspoken. A little bit wild in his theories and ideas. He does like the analytics. Okay. And he's looking at this and kind of saying, how on earth can this happen? And nobody knows.
1: Well, not sure if, if any of you out there saw the third or the Monday Yankees-Astros game. That was not on national TV, so the chances are slim, um, unless you were watching on MLB TV. But Charlie Morton's slider is, it should be illegal. Pretty filthy. The Because I remember watching him last year, and he was good, and he was really good in the playoffs, but... His, his slider did not do this. His slider is starting at the batter's head and dropping in the middle of the zone. It is in, like, straight sideways. So it is completely and utterly nasty. And remember, Charlie Morton with the Pirates was bad. He was a bad player. And when the Astros got him, you're like, oh, okay, they're going to try to resurrect him, and boy, have they ever. Um, and then Verlander pitched yesterday, which a lot of people, I'm sure, saw because it was on MLB Network, but... <laughs> And wow. He was really good. Wow. His slider doesn't move quite as much as uh, Charlie Morton's does. But, you know, his, his, his pitches were just perfect. Picture perfect. And they have been since he got there. And then Garrett Cole is leading the majors in strikeouts by like 900 after his first five or six starts. And he he is basically his pitches are moving way more than they did when he was with Pittsburgh. So Bauer comes out and says they're doing something. He didn't say what he just said they're. He said they're doing something with the baseballs. They're doctoring the baseballs to increase the spin rate on their pitches. And when I first saw this, I was like, really? Like, really, Trevor Bauer? And then I sat there and I went, well, Charlie Morton's slider did move like 900 inches off the plate into the middle of the plate. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe the conspiracy theory is true. I, I tend not to believe Trevor Bauer, but. It'd be interesting to see what would happen if they discovered they were doctoring the baseball. Trevor Bauer puts out a tweet on April 11th that says, quote,
2: my fastball is about 250 RPM rotations per minute, I Sure, guess, on average. I know for a fact I can add 400 RPM to it by using pine tar. Look how much better I would be if I didn't have morals.
1: When was this tweet? April 11th. So that was right at the beginning of the season, basically. So
2: he's basically saying, hey, I'm a good dude, so I don't cheat. But for all you out there that cheat,
1: I know what you do. Did the Did the Indians play the Astros early in the season? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't think they did. I, don't think we I was did. just thinking if maybe he... They had a series and he noticed it, but no, I think he's just outspoken. Now and likes to be on Twitter. He he is outspoken and and I think he does like to stir up debate, although he is doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on this. He is not backing down, even though all the Astros players have come back on Twitter and called him jealous and made funny tweets back at him. But um I don't know. Do you buy it? Do you think he's telling the truth or do you think he's just trying to be Trevor Bowery? Well, I think there's a little column A, little column B. As we know, an ump
2: walks out and says, Yo, Nolan Ryan, or not Nolan Ryan. Uh, uh, who's the dude that threw up his arms and the nail file flew out? Is that Nolan Ryan?
1: Ooh, I'll look that up. I can't remember.
2: Yeah, it's like the ump comes out, you know, the, the age old thing, the age old saying, like, you're not cheating if you're not trying. That's classic baseball. Joe Necro. Yeah, Joe Necro. Thank you. Knuckleball? Were both Necros knuckleballs? Just Phil knuckleball. Uh, Um, I don't know. I I digress. Uh, But there's the age-old saying of, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I don't know if I buy it, but I do kind of listen to what he says, not because I'm a fan, because he says this. I want to make it abundantly clear and not mince words. I have no problem with any organization. Regarding the Astros, I think they do a great job. Player development. No accusations against them at all. Never made any, not accusing them of anything. But you did. That being said... There's a problem in baseball right now that has to do with sticky substances and spin rates. We might not have had the technology before to measure how sticky stuff affects the ball, how it spins, how it moves, but all that research is clear now. We know how it affects spin rate and we know how the spin rate affects outcomes and pitches and movements and have a big difference in the game, a season and an individual player's career.
1: So where is this research Trevor? That's the thing is he's, he's claiming all this research and then when people ask him for it, he goes soon, it'll be soon. It seems like a big April fool's ruse that he's like setting up for an April fool's joke. But I mean, wouldn't it be obvious to the umpires who oftentimes throw the balls back to the pitcher after foul balls and stuff, uh, that either a, there is a tacky substance on the ball or B that there is something on the mound in the dugout that the pitchers keep putting their hands to. If you remember, remember last that's year, true.
2: I just watched. I just watched this Yankee pitcher throw a ball in the dirt, and the catcher handed it to the ump and replaced the ball, so he would touch that yes. baseball. Uh, there was though. But is there some weird rule in baseball that the ump can't say anything about a sticky substance unless someone else does? Maybe because that's how it was with Bauer when he was bleeding. The ump knew he was bleeding. The catcher knew he was bleeding. The the hitter knew he was bleeding. But the rule says that they can't question him unless a manager questions.
1: It's it's certainly possible. But uh remember last year in the playoffs, they made Charlie Morton take his gum out because he kept touching his fingers to the gum. Mm. Remember in the in the ALCS against the Yankees in game seven? He kept touching his fingers to his mouth when he stick, he would put his gum in between his lips and then he would touch the ball. For the record, I thought that was Severino, but I was like, it's the bottom of the eighth and the way he's still in this game. It is Severino. Whoops. <laughs> Only ninety three pitches. My bad. Continue. Um so, may, I mean, if you look at that, maybe that was nothing. Maybe he just fidgets and he puts his gum there. Maybe he wasn't doing it to get a better grip, or maybe he was. And if that's the thought, and it's Charlie Morton who did it then, maybe it's a continuing thing happening with the Astros. I'm I'm leaning very heavily towards nothing's going on, but I, there is a part of me that says, look at how dominant all of their pitchers have been for the most part. Especially Cole, Verlander, and, and Morton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could say good coaching. And you could say, you know, changing their arm slot or something like that. Or maybe they're using a little something. I mean, remember Michael Pineda did it. He put it on his neck like an idiot. He
2: got busted. And
1: he got busted for it. So, That's, I mean, it's not like pitchers haven't been trying to do this before. That was so obvious when he did it, too. Oh, yeah. It was Because like he didn't have it early in the game. And then all of a sudden, all he, of a
2: sudden there's this streak on his neck. Yeah. But it was like, well, the pine tar is kind of the color of my skin. Sure, we'll give this a shot. <laughs> uh I mean, I I just I tacked this up to I, I I just tacked this up to baseball. I mean Well, it is baseball. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Dude's been doctoring balls for years and decades and centuries. Uh so I'm not I'm not overly worried about it. I do like the little online spatter. I don't know if you saw Alex Bregman's response to it, but he just responded to Trevor Bauer saying, you know. Uh, oh, the World Series balls feel a little different than any other ball. And even though Bauer pitched in the World Series before that, the Indians did not win it, and I totally took that as a shot. Alex Bregman's basically like, hey, shut up, man. What would you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that looked good in the World Series because the World Series balls are different. You ever seen them? <laughs> you ever dealt with one of those? <laughs> I dealt with, uh, you know, seven games of them. Yeah. Not to mention I should have been the MVP, but they gave it to some pretty boy. Because I was some dude that's not super marketable. No. Whatever. George Springer was the MVP. My name is Alex Bregman. I'm the best player on the Astros. (laughs) Did you really need to
1: say my name is Alex Bregman? But nobody knows that. (laughs) Also not the best player. Stop lying. (laughs) Because everybody wants, everybody. Ooh, I like that. Hashtag I am Alex. Yeah, but you can't steal it. Can't do it. Uh, It It is hashtag I am Gary or else or nothing else. All right, well, I will f- I will
2: figure out a hashtag for Alex Bregman. Right. But I like this. But I, w- one thing that I will say about this that I think is really great is I do like early season trash talk. Okay, the Indians are going to the playoffs. The Astros are going to the playoffs. Okay, the Yankees are going to the playoffs. The Red Sox are going to the playoffs. We just don't know. <laughs> the entire
1: American League is set <clears throat>
2: except for one. Yeah, we just don't know what who's going to climb out of the American League West. That's all we don't know. Because it ain't anybody in the Central. I'm just throwing that out there, but somebody's got to win that division.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't anybody else. Uh, and I oh, like this. I, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we can talk about it in the break. Maybe it's worth a segment. The AL Central is, it's not historically bad, but I saw some hilarious stats that prove just how bad the AL Central is right now compared to the rest of the divisions in the American League. It's really bad. Like, the the teams who have played AL Central teams started off hot and now are coming back down to earth. Like, the Angels, for instance, mm-hmm. started off really hot. Now they've lost a bunch because they're not playing the AL Central. <laughs> you know, and it's like, everyone's like, oh, the Indians have the benefit of playing the AL Central. Yeah, it's <laughs> Even like. Even though they can't hit their way out of a paper bag right now. Yeah, it's like the Royals have more
2: wins than runs scored in Kansas City. <laughs> you know, And you're like, oh, that's not good. That is no bueno. That is no bueno. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so I kind of like this early season chatter. It's from, fun. From two guys, from, from a bunch of dudes that know they're going to be in the playoffs. And I don't know what Bauer's message really is. I don't know what he's really aiming at.
1: But it's fun. It's banter. I, I like banter. Um, I really like banter. Banter in sports is great. Yeah, it It adds intrigue. It adds rivalries. It adds, you know, things for fans to talk about, things for us to talk about. And it's not just a random Wednesday in the MLB. It's a Wednesday where... Trevor Bauer's trying to take down a cheating franchise in his mind.
0: Apparently.
2: Yeah. Well, didn't some dude go to jail? Hacking the St. Louis Cardinals uh, database? Ooh. Didn't that guy work for the Astros? I believe he did. Yeah, that's like Juventes gets busted. Although wasn't it a Cardinals guy who was gone. doing it for the Astros? Mm, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's like Juventus. This goes all the way back to Enron, man. Juventus gets busted in Serie A for paying refs to win games. Coincidentally, that summer,
1: Italy wins the World Cup. Mm. You're like,
0: Mm. hmm. I don't think Juventus
1: needs much help winning games.
2: "Mm." That's a lot easier when you pay refs. That's true. All right, when we come back, we'll do fantasy. This is your last call. Any fantasy questions, you can text them in to 55305 on the fan text line, and we'll get to those. We'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports.
0: Fantasy baseball is easy if you know what you're doing. Who's winning? What is occurring? Which player should be in your lineup card? I have today's forecast for you. Hot! And who should be sitting next to you in the dugout? We're going back to work on fundamentals. Fundamentals. On In the middle of the season? This is the Fantasy Grind. Part of the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
2: Unacceptable.
1: Come on, Joe. I quit. How could you do this?
2: I'm out of here. (laughs) The only thing more unreliable than Joe Fisher is the internet. (laughs) In this building. But that's a good thing, Joe. You're closer to being reliable than unreliable like the internet. Because the internet is the most unreliable. The internet in this building is the most unreliable thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I get like two bars of Wi-Fi on my phone in here. That is unacceptable. Yeah, this corner is quite bad. Safari can't open the page. Oh, weird. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I'm used to it. Well, last night the internet went down in our building, so... That was a thing i'm shocked
1: <laughs>
2: shocked i tell you mike
1: so fantasy fantasy grind
2: sure fantasy yeah man we don't need to complain about the internet anymore right i'm over it i'm over it although if anybody asked me anything on the fan text line i wouldn't know because i don't have internet <laughs> sorry you complain about the internet some more
1: uh you so said you had a a problem a problem
2: problem uh you know ypmp the difference. What? YP. Have you ever heard of a YP and an MP? No. Well, a YP is a your problem. Oh. An MP is a my problem. Yes, I have heard of it. When that. it's an MP, you come talk to me, otherwise I just really don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: the internet is I, I think it's an MP because everybody else always has it in I'm all I mean it's working for me, so. Yeah, well, there you go.
1: Uh Michael, you were talking last week about uh whoa, whoa, how to whoa, fix
2: Whoa. whoa.
1: You need to start. You, you had a question. You said I, you had a situation in your keeper league that you had to discuss. Well, y-
2: yeah. The, the situation in my keeper league is they spent all my money on, not really money, but all my draft picks on. So I'm really bad at hitting home runs and RBIs. Okay. So I was like, this year, I got I to gotta draft dudes that hit home runs and get RBIs. You are in first in home runs in our league, aren't you? I'm always really great at pitching. So if I just focus a little more on the offense and I have to work a little bit harder on pitching, I'll make it happen. The problem is, is my pitching stats are terrible, mm. terrible. My staff is a joke outside of DeGrom and Patrick Corbin. It's a bunch of dudes. And DeGrom got hurt today. That I Don't talk to me about that, Michael. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Uh <laughs> Ah! Um uh, And I got a bunch of dudes That as we like to say Will be bagging groceries In a couple weeks And now I am like It's early in the season I know So don't panic too much But I look at the dudes On my team And I'm like This is no bueno and then you go to the free agent waiver wire, and it's graveyard beyond graveyard beyond graveyard. Mike, have you seen our keeper league graveyard for pitchers?
1: Uh, I have not because my pitching staff is doing quite well, so I haven't I haven't perused it. But um, I can't my,
2: I can't check it right now. Otherwise, I tell you because I don't have internet.
1: My in my other league, it, it is uh, very bad. Remember last week I talked about all of the available options for me, and it was not great. My
2: buddy was like, Kendall Graveman's available, and I was like, uh, so is a punch in your
1: face. Here, I'll find it for you. I'll, I'll pull it up because I've got the app. The app is working. I guess I could pull it up on my app. On my app. So here's here's my here's what I say. This is this is my general rule. Mm-hmm. Middle of May is when you start making big decisions on your team. That is when you get a good idea. So you mean I have to take crappy Sonny Gray
2: for two more starts before I drop him? Well, hey, Sonny
1: Gray pitched great last game. Last game. And that could be a good sign. That's all I'm saying. He also pitched really well like two years ago. That's all I'm saying is that sometimes guys will start slow or or maybe something's off with their mechanics and they start to figure it out. Mid-May is always when I say I start to commit to decisions. Um, Like, for example... Luis Castillo on the Reds, who I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. I did not start him today. Okay. He pitched okay. Uh, or he pitched fairly well, actually. Not great for the stats in my league, but he pitched, he pitched fairly well. If by the middle of May he has not figured it out, I am dropping Luis Castillo. But because he has a lot of potential, and because everyone was high on him in this offseason, I'm leaving him on the bench for now because I don't want to drop him. Yet.
2: That's like me and Lucas Giolito. Oh, I already dropped
1: him. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. So... So you're telling me that guy sucks.
1: Well, yeah, I, I looked at his stats and went, this isn't getting better. I don't
2: know how to not start dudes that are pitching bad. I'm just like, oh, he's starting today. I got to start him. What if he
1: pitches really well? I got to throw him. <laughs> but what if he doesn't? Which they Which usually don't. Which has been don't. the trend. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I would say, wait two more weeks. If your staff still sucks, you got to start streaming, man. And that's the and I know and I know Rotisserie League streaming isn't as popular because it's not a weekly thing. Right. It's, it's, it's a season-long it's thing.
2: super rough.
1: But you got to start streaming for good matchups because there's no way you're going to win pitching categories in a rotisserie league if you're, if you're just deciding to leave Sonny Gray up there if Sonny Gray is throwing an ADRA season. You know? For the
2: record, that was a piss-poor effort by Giancarlo in left field. Yeah. It was going to bounce off the wall, but that was pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and the Rotisserie League is tough for streaming only because there's no, like, there's no weekly matchup, so it doesn't matter if today's a Wednesday, a Sunday, a Tuesday, or a Friday. Like, you're neck deep in streaming. I just hate streaming, man. I'm way too good at pitching in fantasy baseball to stream. I feel like stream is the guy that thinks, you know... Josh Smith is a great pick in the top five in an NBA fantasy draft. I just don't want to do that.
1: CeCe Sabathia is available. He's pitching really well this year. Cool. For, like, what, a month? I'm just saying there's an option for you. Bartolo Colon. (laughs) You (laughs) You want some human drumstick on your team? You know I like that drumstick. He has no strikeout potential, though. I like like my meat thick and juicy. According to Yahoo, the highest-ranked player available is jarlin garcia i don't even know who that is he pitched Does he pitch for the braves because i like the braves he pitches for the marlins uh, i don't like that his last two starts he's pitched very well cool so yeah it's a graveyard we all we all know it's a graveyard it's not great i say wait till mid-may till you make your decision um i did add tyson ross who i was considering adding last week he pitched well i did not drop jacob faria he pitched well oh good for so, you so far, so good for my half-streaming attempt. I dropped Giolito, and I dropped somebody else. If oh, uh, Odorizzi. And I'm going to go half-streaming and half-holding-out-hope for a guy like Faria. And so far, it's working out. Although, you, Darvish, can't pitch a lick right now. I know. And I can't drop him because he's you, Darvish. Yeah, right? It's really if, bad. Yeah, if you drop you, Darvish, I would jump on that. I would, like, trade people to move up the waiver wire. So. Somebody said, hey, pick up that Harris guy. He's a, art, a relief pitcher eligible, and he hasn't disappointed yet. Who's that? The guy I just told you about. Jarlin Garcia on the Marlins. I thought you said that Harris guy. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's your last name. I know. That's why I heard it. No. Can we roll the tape back? It's Garcia. Joe's I not listening. S- I swear I heard Harris. He's watching the Sharks, who are now winning, by the way. He missed the goal. <laughs> uh, uh, it looks like it looks like the Jazz are
2: going to beat the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference Final, the Western Conference Semifinals. Rockets uh were losing. I just saw there was like 30 seconds left and the Jazz were up by like 13. Apparently I did say Harris. I have you on the brain pad. <laughs> did you get that from the text line? I
1: did. Yeah, is yours updating? Yep. Why do you have internet and I don't? Because I'm attached to the hardwire internet, and you are on the Wi-Fi.
2: Well, if somebody would stop sending, you know, 35 all-staff emails a day, maybe my computer would not have gotten a virus and wiped out everything that I had already set up, and I'm too stubborn to set it back up.
1: That's your own fault for being stubborn. I don't know if that's true, Michael. <laughs> uh, does this mean your pitching woes are over? No. No. I, Like I said, you Darvish sucks right now. Uh, but I did just get a complete game shout-out from Luis Severino, his first-ever complete game. Um, and uh, I'm hopeful for the rest of my staff. But I have committed to the idea of streaming if I need to, and uh, I already did a little bit last week and had one guy I added got hurt in the first inning, and I lost a start for it, and he had one inning pitch, and I was like, come on.
2: <laughs> I only have one good pitcher. His name is Jacob DeGrom. I have him in both leagues. He hyper-extended his elbow today.
1: Swinging a bat.
2: That's really awesome. Super jacked. So I'm just going to sit back and keep hoping that Patrick Corbin is Sandy Koufax. Because so far he has been. <laughs> and I'm going to go in a corner and cry. Patrick
1: Corbin next New York Yankee, according to that one article. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right.
2: Uh, yeah, so that's fantasy. You guys ever need any help from us, you can always hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you can text the show throughout the show five five three zero five. You know, even if you miss this segment, we don't mind. Uh, we don't mind trying to help you guys out. Mike's the better fantasy guy than I am. Uh, he also has a better internet than I do. So he's also taller. He's married. He's got a better job. I think Mike just might be better than me. I'm also in first place in our league. I know. I hate <laughs> By <you>. a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's go out in the parking lot and see who wins. <laughs> me? So simple,
0: It's just my work.
2: Me. me? Strikeout ratios are next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080, the fan.
0: Biggie. Biggie. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080, the fan.
2: Breaking news. Joe, I don't know if you were ready to put this in your update or not, so I hate to be a uh, jerk on that. Joe's looking at me like I'm about to say LeBron James just got traded to the Cleveland
1: Browns.
2: (laughs) Uh, Breaking news, Mike Trout apparently just hit a home run that is estimated at 524 feet.
1: And I'm guessing that's his second home run of the day.
2: Oh, did he hit two today? I got an update saying that he hit one. Uh, When? It was in the second, I believe how long ago time wise uh when the show started so oh then i, I bet she's the same okay apparently that was uh valued at 500 <laughs> valued. well 524 feet is a value home run value new stat <laughs> home run value i looked at the i looked at the replay and i was like well that's in that's in left field bleachers like normal and then i watched it from the left field camera and yeah. i think it's
1: because that might be 524 because when it hit it's the angle it hits Right. The stands. They project the distance past where it hits the stands. Right. So if it in this, I'm watching it now. It was a line drive, home run, which is a Mike Trout kind of home run. It was going fast too. That guy's good. He's really good. You were saying he has a distinctive swing. I do. I and do think he does. I think I agree. It's like Muscle Man swing. It's not a pretty swing though. No, it's not pretty by any means. Like you,
2: it's not King Griffey Jr. It's, but it's smooth esque, but it's not pretty. It's violent. Or, like, or I should say fl- fluent. Is that the word I'm looking for? Fluid? Fluid. Sure, fluid.
1: Fluent would be speaking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just... Maybe a, his
2: bat speaks home runs.
1: <laughs> I think it's just a violent swing. His shoes speak stolen bases. It reminds me a little bit of Gary Sheffield with just how fast he swings his bat. Oh, well,
2: Gary Sheffield might might be the most violent swinger I've ever seen. Right, but it's
1: kind of what it reminds me of. It's a little smoother than that, of course, but it reminds me of it. And 524 feet, huh? Can't really say I've heard that one before. That was a 90-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle.
2: Can't really say. But there's something about when Trout hits dingers, it's almost like... I I don't know how to explain it. When I see him on TV and he hits home runs, it's almost like he as a person shrinks and he like squeezes in and... Dips down his swing and launches a ball and then stands up and you're like, whoa, that bite, that guy's dude! That guy's big. Yeah, I can't speak. Uh, that guy's big. That guy's do. It- <laughs> it's almost like you know you know how when Jeter would swing, it would look like he was bringing his wrists into his chest. Yep, but he really wasn't. He was still fully extending.
1: But he always stayed inside the ball. Yeah, but yeah.
2: the the re the, the way his swing looked looked like he was bringing his wrists into his chest. I feel like Mike Trout when he hits home runs, it feels like he's dropping his body down and golfing it.
1: But but he's not.
2: But he's not. It's how it looks. It's yeah. just how it looks. Um, that's
1: why I was kind of like, ah, that guy's got a really interesting swing. Well, it's a it's a good swing, obviously. Um, but what I mean by that is it's it's a good swing for. Um, for for being memorable. It's a good swing to remember. Yeah, because I'll, I'll remember it. it if we're going to remember one of the best players of all time when he's done, you're going to want to remember what his what swing looked like. And it's not necessarily iconic, but it is memorable.
2: Uh, I hate Derek Jeter's swing. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. I know that swing. A little inside-outer. I would know that swing. The way he punched the ball to right field. If anybody did it, I would know that swing. Mm-hmm. You know, like Griffey, that's, you know. The silky smooth, the prettiest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that in my that
1: life. is the premier swing that you can remember as Ken Jr. Yeah, but
2: uh, but you still remember them, whether they're sexy or not. You still remember. I like this text on the fan text line five five three zero five. Ugly swing, but he's Mike Trout.
1: It's not ugly though. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not pretty. Okay. Okay. I see. But, but it's me. not an ugly swing. It is not ugly. Like I kind of feel like Giancarlo Stanton's swing is ugly. He just. He just so quickly swings the bat, and when he misses it, it's like, whoa, he missed that pitch really badly. Well, yeah, because he's a strikeout machine. But Mike Trout is not. No. And Mike Trout hits the ball.
2: Mike Trout's a better player.
1: Mike Trout hit ball. Oh, he's
2: a much better player. Mike Trout catch ball. (laughs) Mike Trout steal base. Base steal Mike Trout. But he's not tall, so he can't go that deep. Right?
1: (laughs) Why not? It's not like Aaron Judge.
2: He's a kid from Jersey. What if Jersey kids talk like that?
1: I am someone who can prove you incorrect. Baseball come to me. I swing bat. <laughs> if I talked like that, you could have an argument, but I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced
2: that that's how people in New Jersey speak. Ah, yes. Of course. I've never been there, so I can't prove me wrong. Yeah, it's, like you didn't earth, it's like flat earthly my oh,
1: wedding. Oh, it's like flattering.
2: Oh uh I do not want to open that can of worms, Mike. I'm I just like throwing it out. Too there. Much.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, I wish. i'm kidding i don't i really don't mind i'm just i wanted to throw that out there because I know, I know. he would have gone to new jersey if you had done that i know i know
2: mm-hmm. i don't know what to say now
1: <laughs> so the internet huh <laughs> <laughs> the did, internet huh we did get a couple of uh, fantasy baseball questions <laughs> sure answer them this is out of the water anyway should i trade anthony rizzo gregory polanco and hunter strickland for Reese Hoskins, Whit Merrifield, and Alex Wood, Keeper League can keep Hoskins in the 13th round next year. Uh, I would probably do that trade. I think Hoskins is going to be – I mean, I, I don't want to say this because it's going to sound bad, but what about the next next Ryan Howard? Plays for Philly. He's a big home run hitter, first baseman. Um, Howard was great for a long period of time before he completely flamed out of the, the MLB. But uh, Polanco's not hitting very well. And the Pirates, although they're playing well, are not a very good baseball team. They're one of those teams who fed on the AL Central to get their record up a little bit. Um, Anthony Rizzo's good. I know he's not having as good of a year as you'd like. He's a solid first baseman, but I think Hoskins is better and he's a better keeper value. Strickland might not even get keep the closer job after Melanson comes back. Um I like Whit Merrifield. I think he's a good young player. You could even keep him if you want, if you really wanted to. And then Alex Wood is kind of a flyer in there. I would do that trade. I like Hoskins a lot. My issue
2: being that I was in third place last week and now I'm in ninth, so take this for what you wish. Uh, Rizzo is way more proven than Hoskins and Merrifield, who I like a lot. If I had those kids on my team, that would be really tough to decide if I wanted to keep them at the end of the year. Uh, but Anthony Rizzo is kept in 90% of keeper leagues. And okay. it's tough to it's tough to trade a keeper. This this is what I've learned in keeper but I leagues. Guarantee and I'm you not that- uber successful in keeper leagues, so I don't I'm not trying to act like an expert. But uh what I have learned in keeper leagues is it's really tough to trade a keeper. You have to get people back for him.
1: Anthony Rizzo is hitting 154 this year. Okay. I'm just saying it's a bad start for him, and I'm sure that he will pick it up and get back to a more respectable level. But you also have to think about it this way. Anthony Rizzo is probably a keeper in, what, a third-round spot? So you can then get that third-round pick back and get a potentially better first baseman, and it's certainly a better first baseman at this at this moment, in Hoskins, who's hitting 301, um, in a 13th-round keeper. I think that's just smart because you're – you're basically making a trade for a younger guy who's better or potentially better than Anthony Rizzo.
2: I think that's the word, though. The word is potential
1: to where I know but
2: Anthony Rizzo is good.
1: Keeper League, sometimes you play on potential. I know. And Merrifield's not hitting bad either, even though the Royals suck.
2: That's probably why I suck. I really need a third baseman.
1: So I, I would say I would do it. I would do that trade. You're, you're, uh, you're getting rid of two guys who are really underperforming and a guy who might not keep the closer job for a potential future star. A potential future solid starter and a throwaway starter. I feel like a lot of people don't
2: like Hunter Strickland.
1: Well, he's a jerk. You big jerk. Another question that came in um, should I drop Eduardo Nunez? He is not playing very well, but he's available at second, short, third, and outfield. So he's a good kind of fill in guy for when someone's out. Uh I would say I'd say hold off on that a little bit longer. He's a really good hitter and he's in the Red Sox lineup that's gonna score a bunch of runs. But where does he play? Well, wherever he plays, yeah. wherever. Um Because
2: Pedroia's always hurt, Bogarts is always hurt, and Devers is always hurt.
1: Well, sure, but they rotate him in almost every game. He he plays a lot.
2: I mean, I guess Brock Holt's on the DL, so he is the utility infielder. But Bogarts just came off the DL. Devers is there. Pedroia's there. Yep. Where, where does where does he fit?
1: I just think he's a good bench option. If someone's not playing and he is, you can you can scoot him up into your starting lineup. Um Similar guy in that realm is Josh Harrison, who's available in, like, multiple positions. He's not having a very good start to the year. Um, but he's worth keeping as long as you have the space for him for the day where someone is randomly off and you don't have that position on your bench. Because a lot of people don't have a really big hitting bench. But how do you know that he's actually playing that day? Well, it'll tell you. Fantasy will tell you if he's in the lineup and then you know, No, but if he
2: only plays one every six days and you got to hope that one of your infielders aren't playing, the odds are not in your favor.
1: True. I'm just saying he's a guy who's worth keeping for the position viability. Um, but if he continues not to hit, then don't be afraid to drop him. Like, I'm, I'm borderline ready to drop Josh Harrison. He's on the DL right now. But because I'm, I'm going to have someone come off the DL, and I'm going to potentially drop him. So do you want Josh Harrison? <laughs> He'll be on the waiver wire soon. No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't
2: earn a new medal today uh, for nothing important.
1: Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? A Yahoo medal. Are you a gold medalist for Olympics or something? No.
2: My buddy was looking at my fantasy team, and he clicked on a button to watch a player, and I got a medal for it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool.
2: By the Uh... way, DJ LeMahieu went on the DL, and I'm thinking about not rocking a second baseman. (laughs) Don't do that. Well, I don't know what to do, man. Uh, Get all up, these crappy pitchers. I don't know who to drop.
1: Pick up a second baseman. That's what you should do. Or who am I going to drop for it? I don't know. I'm not looking at your team. Well, my team sucks, dude. You're like in fifth place. Relax.
2: Should I drop like Otani? No. What about Cargo? Is he playing well? No. Well, maybe he sits on my bench just in case I have somebody <laughs> I need to rotate him in for. You're so you're so angry. I know I am. I picked up Dansby Swanson when Xander Bogarts was on the DL. And so now, did I. And now it's like, crap, he's playing well, and Bogarts is off the DL. What am I supposed to
1: do here? Leave him on the bench. You know, or trade him.
2: Yeah, I usually start Otani.
1: <laughs> Question
2: mark? <laughs> you said break like 10 times. All right, fine. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about why the Dodgers and the Nationals suck so bad. And that might lead into... The growing interest in the National League East. I can't believe I feel like two months ago we were like, the National League East? No thanks. Don't need to talk about it. That's Nationals. Don't care about anybody else. And now I got a whole lot of intrigue, but I really want to focus on why the Nationals and Dodgers suck. And we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner. Harrison Lynch, 1080 The Fan. We
1: get it. Attention spans just aren't what
2: they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,